Hi, everybody. I'm Pastor Larry Huck, and welcome to Standing with Israel on Charisma's Podcast Network. You know, standing with Israel is one of the most important things that you will ever do. And let me give you two reasons. You and I are fulfilling Bible prophecy in tearing down the wall that divides Jews and Gentiles. The second thing is, by tearing down this wall and rebuilding the tabernacle of David in our hearts, we are preparing the world for the coming of the Messiah. Now let's get into today's message. Open your Bibles up to the book of Revelation chapter 13. We're going to talk today about the mark of the beast and the Antichrist. Something prophetic happened two days ago that I need to preach today and let us understand the Antichrist and the mark of the beast. We've been talking about reading the signs of God. Is it time for rapture or is it time for revival? Let those who have eyes to see, let them see. When you see these things begin to happen, then our redemption draweth nigh. Amen? Now, the Bible says specifically that you and I do not know the day nor the hour. We can feel birth pangs, we can see signs, but no man knows the day nor the hour. But we do know God's sequence of events. In five days, we begin what's called the month of Elul. The month of Elul is the blowing of the trumpet. Blow the trumpet in Zion, Zion, sound the alarm. We have 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. We are in an amazing time. We are about to enter into God's appointed time. But if I'm looking at God's appointed time, and I'm looking at birth pangs, if I'm looking at Ikvot Mashiach, hearing the footsteps of the Messiah, then I would say the reason why we blow the shofar for 30 days, leading us up to Rosh Hashanah, is Rosh Hashanah is symbolic of the rapture. It's a shadow of the rapture. Remember when Moses said, Lord, if you're going to remove their name from the book of life, remove mine also. Well, you got to understand, to Jews, the book of life wasn't an eternal thing. The book of life, it's better translated the book of blessing. The book of life that's open on Rosh Hashanah is the reason for blowing the trumpet for 30 days. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Make sure you're serving God and make sure you're making the world a better place. Make sure you've got good deeds done. If I've done what God's told me to do in, in feeding the widows and the orphans and making the world a better place and being kind and being generous, then I receive eternal reward. If the rapture takes place in 35 days, between now and then, you want to make sure your heart is right with God. You want to make sure you're serving God. You want to make sure you're not like Israel was in 2 Samuel 24, where they're going through the motions of religion, but their hearts are far from me. But I believe the blowing of the shofar, sounding the alarm, is symbolic of Ikvot Mashiach, the footsteps of the Messiah, 
and the birth pangs of a woman that's about to birth something. So we have 30 days of birth pangs. We have 30 days of blowing the shofar, sounding the alarm, wake up, wake up, wake up. I believe that's what's happening right now. Even before we get into the month of Elul, God is saying through the coronavirus, God is saying through the lawlessness in the streets, God is saying through the economic crisis, God is saying to his church, make sure you wake up. Have you gotten a little lukewarm? Have you gotten a little bit lazy in serving God? Have you gotten a little bit lazy in your relationship with Jesus Christ? Wake up. 30 days, waking up. God doesn't want anybody to miss the rapture. And God doesn't want anybody in 35 days to miss the blessing. All right, so we've got the 30 days of blowing the shofar. We've got the rapture. We've got Rosh Hashanah. Then seven days later, we have the second coming, Yom Kippur. And then we have the wedding supper of the Lamb. What happens during those seven days? The Bible basically says something will happen that will bring great turmoil in the world at the beginning, at the very beginning of those seven years from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. Now, we have in, on our calendar, we have seven days. What brings that chaos? Well, that maybe what brings that chaos is all of a sudden millions and millions of people disappear. The rapture is a twinkling of an eye. Beginning of the seven years, there'll be somehow great chaos, worldwide chaos. Some political leader will come on the scene and bring peace. What Daniel described and what Jesus described is the abomination of desolation. And he will show himself not as a man of great peace, but he'll show himself as the Antichrist, a man of Satan. He will make you take what's called in the Bible the mark of the beast. But let's go back in our lifetime or some of our lifetimes to a man who a lot of people thought was the Antichrist, and his name was Adolf Hitler. And it's amazing, this evil, horrible, demonic man, amazing how many people followed him as the savior against Jews and against the kingdom of God. Listen to the quote. Hitler offered himself as a messiah with a divine mission to save Germany. On one occasion, he displayed the whip that he often carried to demonstrate that, I remind myself, Hitler said, of Jesus in the temple. Just like Christ, I have a duty to my people. What Christ began, he said, I will complete. We see him as one of the most demonic creatures that ever walked the planet. The Bible says the Antichrist at the halfway point will murder one quarter of the world's population. Those that he doesn't murder will have to take what's called the mark of the beast. Go with me to Revelations chapter 13. Verse 15, and he was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship 
the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. So the rapture takes place, and once the rapture takes place, this man of that is a false messiah will come and settle everything down. After three and a half years, on the Temple Mount, he will bring about the most horrible act of self-worship and idolatry, abomination of desolation that the world has ever seen on the Temple Mount. You will either have to worship him, or there's a good chance that if you don't worship him, You'll have to die for your faith. If you don't have the courage to live for him now, I doubt that you'll die for him later. You'll not be able to buy. You'll not be able to sell. It will be an identity as followers of the Antichrist. No credit cards, no, no dollar bills, no coins. It'll all be by a mark of the beast. Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast or his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image, who receives the mark of his name. Is it possible for us to become a cashless society? Fortune magazine says, many advocates for going cashless believe that the paper dollar's time is nearly up. CNN reports, India has removed 86% of all cash from their society. Now they plan on eliminating credit cards, debit cards, ATM cards, and go entirely towards a biometric-based financial system. They said that they removed the cash because there would be less robberies, and that happened. There's no money in your pocket. Nobody can rob you. It will increase social benefits because nobody's buying stuff under the table. You have to have a record of what you're buying, and so it increases taxes. And therefore, you have social benefits. All true. 3% of Sweden's economy right now today has anything to do with cash. Robberies have dropped. Taxes are up. But electronic fraud and cyber crimes have increased dramatically. This is out of an article. 
Now we have need of greater electronic uh, security through positive identification for every person making a transaction. Norway, Denmark, France, Spain, and many others are now following in the same direction. Cyber crimes are in the increase. We need some kind of personal identification visa. In July 12, 2017, began offering businesses $10,000 each to stop accepting cash. The CEO of Visa, Al Kelly, says, I quote, we are focused on putting cash out of business. Thank you for listening to our Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck. We truly believe that building bridges between Christians and Jews is a sign of the end times and will prepare the world for the coming of the Messiah. If you would like to learn more about why we stand with Israel and at the same time be a blessing to the Jewish people, we encourage you to send for Pastor Larry's latest book, Seven Living Prophecies. It's an incredibly insightful and prophetic book that will lead you into the blessings of God and will send it to you for any size offering to our ministry. Your contribution will be used to support our charitable work in Israel, which includes supporting elderly Holocaust survivors and Project Aliyah, which brings the Jews home to their ancient homeland, Israel. To donate, please call us today at 1-800-204-6545 and speak with one of our helpful operators. You can also go to our website and make your donation at lhmpodcast.org. Again, please call 800 800- 204-6545 or go to lhmpodcast.com to make your donation and request a copy of Pastor Larry's latest book, Seven Living Prophecies. Thanks for listening today. God bless you for your prayerful and financial support and tune in next week for another Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck.